welcome to Necessary Realness. I am your host, Hallie Valentina, but I want you to think of me as your no bullshit best friend. Because on this podcast, I'm going to serve you all the necessary realness you need to hear in order to live your best life in a world saturated with filters, Photoshop and finished products. I want to shed light on the challenges and the struggles that come with the journey, not just the success story. So if you're here, it means you're ready to hear some truth and I can't wait to share it with you. Let's get into today's episode. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. It has been a minute since I've posted and that was clearly intentional given everything that has been going on in the world and the current climate that we're in. I didn't feel it appropriate to be creating or putting out any content that wasn't related to the Black Lives Matter movement. I have spent the last couple of weeks really consuming information and educating myself on this topic of race. And I want to preface this by saying I don't have the right words. I don't know what to say, but I also know that I can't not say anything. And The last couple of weeks I have been learning, unlearning, unpacking, relearning and just really expanding my awareness about all of this and while also having this kind of tug of war inside of being like, how can I speak about this without making it about me? How can I have something valuable to say when I am not part of the black community? It's it's just been a lot of how can I be part of this movement? How can I be an ally? How can I learn? What can I do? And this, I can honestly say, has been one of those situations where I've had to sit back and say maybe it's time to listen versus just speak on it and there's a you know there was a part of me that's like oh you didn't speak on it earlier so now it's too late but that's exactly the problem it's not a trend Racism is not a trend. Police brutality towards black people is not a trend. And I'm being very conscious to say black people because through my learnings, I want to make it clear that this is about the black community because people of colour, person of colour can be very broad and I don't want to take away anything from what exactly this movement is. Again, I don't know if that's right or wrong, but I'm open to learning and I'm open to the discussion of what what might be wrong in what I say. Um, I've also had my intentions checked 
this is all internally, mind you. This isn't really like anything to do with other people. This has been myself. Because one of the things that I also am trying to be very mindful of is the fact that this it shouldn't just be a performance. I don't want to just be speaking on something when I'm not even really aware of what I'm speaking about just because everyone else is. Um, and I've also <laughs> never really been in a position where I've struggled to speak on something and have felt deep in my soul that I like I have to be really, really conscious of the words that I say because I don't know, plain and simple, I don't know what the right words are to say. I don't know what it is that I can contribute, but I know that I can educate myself and hopefully impart that education onto others and continue that chain. I hate even the fact that I'm saying I so many times, but forgive me, this is only, I can only comment on myself and I can only comment on what I'm doing and what I'm learning. I have really, I've been really surprised at how little I truly know about black history and the injustices and the inequality that they have faced, both overseas in the US and right here in my own country in Australia. The thing is that we know like we know that there's injustice, we know that there's inequality, but do we really know? Are we living in accordance with that knowledge? Are we growing that knowledge? Because it's it's all well and good to know, but what are you actually doing about it? Or not even acting on it, are we actually increasing that knowledge? Are we actually increasing the awareness that we have? And that comes down to the privilege as a white person to say, I don't have to worry about that. That's, and that's like that really uncomfortable truth is if we as white people didn't want to acknowledge it, we, we, wouldn't, we don't have to. But what does that say about who we are at our core? And again, I can only speak for myself, but I love black culture and I love black people. I love the music. I love everything about it. But how can I love something so much? And and look, I can safely say a lot of the world has taken parts of the black culture and and imitated it and and passed it off as flattery and yes that's and that that's the truth but we have to be able to take the good 
and the bad. Through the last couple of weeks and just kind of taking in multiple forms of education and different voices, one of the ways that I was able to kind of express and recognise what we do as a as a community is that we love the good but we don't want the bad. We don't even want to see the bad. Not only do we not want to, we don't want to know about it and that's not okay. I wrote this um, poem or spoken word, I suppose you could call it, and I'm not sure if I'll share it, but it, for me, essentially, from my own experience, as well as a lot of other people's experiences, we love the rhythm, but we hate the blues. And I just want you to kind of take that in for a second. We love the dancing the culture, the humour, the food, the music, and so on. But we don't want to know about the injustices, the inequality, the suffering, the pain, the history. And that's not okay. And I can't... I I can honestly say, and again, please forgive me if this is not the right thing to say, but... Growing up, my life and the way I am has been so heavily influenced by black culture and I can't sit here and continue on and go back to my regularly scheduled programming without acknowledging this and without putting it out there that this is such a big issue and it's not a trend and it's not going to go away after a week. It's not going to go away after two weeks, two months, two years. It's going to take constant work and it's going to be uncomfortable. I have never truly felt as uncomfortable as I do now speaking on this because I don't know if I'm saying the right thing and I'm sure I'm messing up so much but like I said I can't just take the good and leave and just leave the bad and leave the parts that don't serve me or don't I don't benefit from because that's what white privilege is and white privilege is something that's very obviously very complex and it's very important to learn it in your own ways. You have to do the work on your own. You have to seek the education, do the research, see what it is that you – like how do you understand what white privilege is? Because sometimes someone explaining it to you might not resonate and then you'll feel defensive because we automatically go on the defense. I'm like, privilege? I'm not rich. I haven't done this. This has, like, I've struggled, blah, blah, blah. Yes, that's not to say that, like, privilege isn't in the monetary sense. Privilege isn't to say that you um, had an easy life, but it's essentially saying your skin color didn't make it harder for you. That's not a topic. 
Another thing that I've noticed during this time is a lot of people getting very technical with with their um, – I've noticed a lot of people getting technical with their um, stance, I suppose. I don't know. But people are getting confused with race and nationality. And it's okay. That's that's fair because it is it is not something we're even taught about really. We're not really taught about those things. And even bigger thing during all of this is people comparing levels of racism and injustices between different groups. That's why I'm very conscious to continue to say black community, black lives, black culture, black people, because this isn't just about racial injustice. This is about the dehumanization of black people that has been happening throughout history. And I don't know if this is right, but when it comes to the Black Lives Matter movement and this fight, if you're not black, consider yourself white. Because this is not, again, it's just not about racial injustice. And I know that there is so much out there about, um, you know, I know that there is so much in the world that people are experiencing, whether it be in the Middle East, whether it be in um, just around the world, like around the world, whatever it might be, there are people that are experiencing so much. There is like, you know, there's wars all around the world. Even my own country is experiencing one of the most inhumane times of history. It's experiencing one of the most dangerous human rights violations. I get that there is so much out there, but this is a different fight and we cannot keep just comparing and saying things like, oh, but we go through racism too. We go through this too. I go through that too. I'm technically not white. I'm Asian or Latino or whatever it might be. I'm Hispanic. We have to recognize that this is a different fight and I can't even really articulate it because it has to be it has to be researched for yourself. When you see and read about the dehumanization of black people in history, it's actually very disturbing and it's very uncomfortable to read it and to recognize the part that you play in both the problem and the solution. Um, And this isn't to say you personally are the problem, but as, as, as you learn you start to feel this level of guilt that you haven't done enough. You haven't done the right thing. And you'll start thinking about times that you could have stood up for somebody or you could have just done better. But now is not the time for that. It's not the time to wallow in the past in terms of our own actions 
it's now now's the time to learn and educate ourselves because I heard this quote, I don't know who it's by, but it said, in a time with this much information available, ignorance is a choice. It is truly a choice, especially in the world that we're currently living in. We can't just turn a blind eye anymore to this. And I encourage you to really seek the information that you need to equip yourself to know about what is going on with black communities around the world. And for me, it is very much about acknowledging and learning about my own country and the indigenous people of this land that we live on and recognizing the the inequality that we have. I remember in uni I did a I did an assignment on um, the health gap for Aboriginal Indigenous people and non-Indigenous people and I was – it was actually a traumatic experience to read and, and again, it's not that, like, I'm traumatised because it's – it's not about me. Obviously, I'm reading it. So if I'm feeling this way of reading it, imagine actually going through it. But as I was doing that and recognising the health discrepancies between um, people and just how they're treated in the healthcare system was insane. And that's something I need to continue to revisit and and educate myself on. But it, it's up to you. And you cannot rely on – you can't rely on – black people, indigenous people to educate you. If they are open to having a discussion, ask them first. Ask them if they are willing to um, help you understand. But also be prepared with what you want to know. Don't just reach out to someone and say, hey, can you teach me on how I can be an ally? Can you teach me on how I can do better or be better? It's that's truly like it's now it's like you have to take that responsibility of learning and really learn enough to then ask a real question. Ask someone a clear, concise question that they can answer that you cannot get from Google. There are certain things I understand that you can't get from the internet because you need a real person's response. But know what you're asking and know what you're seeking. Don't just go to someone and say, hey, can you help me out and, and like basically educate me and and f- free me from this guilt that I'm feeling because it's that's not their job. That's not their job. It has been a very eye-opening few weeks for a lot of people and simultaneously it has been a very – beautiful thing to see so many people coming together and acknowledging our humanity and acknowledging that we have so much work to do because we do we have so much work to do and it can it can feel exhausting to look at how far we have to go but we can only take it one step at a time and 
all we can do is continue to learn and expand our awareness and do the work. Like don't just le- – again, you, it, it's okay to know, but if you're not going to do anything with that knowledge, then it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. So – and this isn't to say that you have to do some big dance, uh, do a big performance to show your um, – that you're an ally. Ally is a verb. You have to be doing something. Please – if you're going to educate yourself, impart that education onto other people and and share it with other people that might be in the same position as you. I'm that's why I'm doing this because I feel like there are a lot of people that also feel probably uncomfortable and they don't know how to address this. And that's okay because we we can't. We, we we're not gonna get it right. This whole thing is probably wrong and that's okay. I'm open. This is, I think this is the biggest difference and this is the biggest thing that we need to acknowledge is that we have to be okay being wrong and we have to also be open to be checked. We have to be open for someone to tell us what's what and we also have to recognize it is not our place to tell a black person what they should or shouldn't be offended by, what they should or shouldn't do in these times. That's not up to us. And really take a step back and just recognize that you are a student in this arena you are very, we're, we're students of life, but especially in this arena, you need to be open to learning. Um, yeah, I did not expect to talk for this long. I honestly don't even know what I said. I feel like it was a lot of rambling, but what I want to say is please. Do your research, seek out the information that you need to learn about all of this and acknowledge your privilege, as uncomfortable as that might be, and acknowledge that we have a lot of work to do. But if we do it together, it's it's better than it's we will be making (laughs) strides if we all do a little bit we can we can create major change and we've seen that in the last couple of weeks how powerful we can be as a society as a collective so please just know that if you are a white person if you're a non-black person please know that you're going to get it wrong and be open to being told whether you're doing something wrong without taking offense, without getting defensive, without trying to um, justify. Just take it in. Let somebody take that as your education. Let someone tell you whether your actions are appropriate or not. And and be open to apologizing even if you're not 100% sure on what you did 
be open to apologizing because like I said, we cannot tell people what is or isn't offensive to them because we don't know. We don't know enough about the culture. We don't know enough about the history to be able to make those comments. So all we can do now is educate ourselves, do what we can to support and really put put yourself out there to learn and do the work. Sign petitions, donate, support black businesses, call people out when they're, when they're doing something wrong, support your black friends and and speak up for them because – Sometimes they won't speak up for themselves because they're outnumbered by white people or they feel like they would rather just not say anything because then it would it would make things uncomfortable. Can you imagine being in that position? So next time you see a microaggression, step in, say something. And you don't have to be aggressive about it. You can you can just you can call someone out and actually the less aggressive you are, the more embarrassing it is for the other person because it shows them how wrong they are. And it's now up to us to really step up. And like I said, to be an ally, it's a verb. You have to do the work. You have to you have to do allyship. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I've just rambled another five minutes. But this fight is not over. It's only just begun. And like Will Smith said, racism hasn't gotten worse. It's getting filmed. And can you imagine all of the unbelievable acts that we haven't seen? We are disgusted by the few that we have seen recorded and and put out to the world. But imagine... Imagine in history how much has truly happened, how many people have lost their lives due to the colour of their skin that we haven't seen. So just acknowledge that and be sensitive to what people are saying and what they're expressing and, and just know that you will never know and commit. I'm going to end with this. Commit to learning, commit to doing, commit to recognizing your shortcomings and commit to being better, doing better and just be honest with the fact that you will never know what black people go through. You will never know what they have experienced and will continue to experience. Just be open to learning and commit to that. Make it a value of yours. Make it something that is part of who you are at your core. That's my commitment. My commitment is to learn, to listen And to just be part of the change. That's my commitment. I hope that 
you are all taking the time to really educate yourselves on this matter. It is something that we really need to make sure we're learning about and we can't expect others to teach us. We have to do it ourselves. So I hope that you're all staying well and just remember that this is this takes time. It's not going to just be a one-week, two-month, three-month thing. It's going to take time. So there's no rush. A little bit every day is good. I'm going to end it there. Thank you guys for joining me. I hope you guys have a beautiful day or night wherever you are. And just make sure that you are doing what you have to do to be part of the change for humanity for not just our generation, but for generations to come. And that's the best impact you can leave on this world. That's the best thing you can do for the world. I love you guys and I will speak to you on the next one. Mm -hmm.